0: I've been kind of spying trying to figure out what real estate I can work with because I tend to wander while I preach. (laughs) I want to thank y'all for inviting me to be here for this celebration today. Um, Frank was a newer friend. Uh, He was someone who I had just gotten to meet recently. And in our first couple conversations, it was really funny because he was kind of trying to feel me out. Being the extrovert that he is, like he would kind of push me just a little bit to see what he could get from me, and he didn't realize he was up against just as big of an extrovert, and so I was like, try me. Um, but then as he got comfortable, he started kind of really being himself, and he started kind of, you know, sharing some things, and he was worked up about it, and he started using some language. He's like, Father, I'm, I'm really sorry, and I go, it's not even the worst thing I've said today, so keep going. Um, I always appreciated his candor and the way that he was willing to be himself to the maximum of his ability wherever he was. Uh, He had this desire to kind of want to restore things. And there's not very many people in this world that are like that. It's a rare thing where I have the opportunity to talk to uh, a brother Christian or sister Christian that (laughs) when we talk, they just get it. They understand it because they live it, and they've experienced it. And such was the case in every conversation that I had with Frank. In fact, he would always be like, I've taken way too much of your time, Father. I'm like, actually, I really appreciate this conversation, because usually I'm the one who's having to dominate the conversation, and such was not the case with Frank. (laughs) based on the number of hearts that are gathered here today. It is clear that Frank is an individual who made an impact on everyone that he encountered. A special, unique, unrepeatable mess. (laughs) Just like each and every one of us, some of us put up better fronts than others. But the reality is that he didn't try to put up any front, really. He put his mess on full display for all of us. And he owned it, and he loved it, yet he knew he struggled with it too. But he had accepted that this is who he is, and he tried to grow within that rather than trying to be something he wasn't. I really appreciated that about him. I still do. Ironically, one of the last conversations that he and I had, I was getting ready to give a talk on grief about a month back on a Monday evening. He was so excited to be at this talk about grief. This is showing kind of what a weirdo Frank was. Like he was excited (laughs) about going to a talk about grief. And that evening when he wasn't there, I just kind of thought to myself, I can't imagine why he would not have been there given what he was sharing. Given that he couldn't be there that evening, but I know he's here now. I'm going to share a couple of those important details that came from that, since it's now pertinent information for all of us gathered here. It's kind of funny, historically, grief is something that Americans are not really good at. In fact, from the year 1917 going forward, Sigmund Freud had published a book on grief. The American way was, let's not talk about those who have left us. And it's an attitude that really has prevailed even a hundred years later. We're just now finally learning that the only way to truly process grief is to talk about what we're feeling. You've got your various models that are out there with all kinds of titles to try to apply something that sort of makes sense on paper to something that makes no sense within our hearts and minds. It's kind of this emotional smoothie that you can't really tell what you're tasting when you're feeling it, but you know it's in there. The way that we process this heaviness that everyone is feeling in this room is today is the day where you get to share all the stories about Frank. Today is the story, the day that you can tell the stories that, well, now he can't interrupt you. (laughs) You might even get a more realistic version of the story. But what really is happening is that we get to unite our hearts in those joyous stories that allow us to remember who this incredible human was, how they changed each and every one of our lives in some way. This is the hallmark of Christianity. It's largely about the hospitality that we afford. I remember in one conversation, he was like, I really hope I get to see this studio of yours where you make all your videos. I go, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm a complete slob, so what you see on camera looks really lovely. I said, but there's, it's unlikely that you will ever see that space. And he goes, no, I mean, it's, it's not a big deal. I go, I believe in hospitality. And when I said that, he goes, that makes so much more sense. He knew that hospitality is the core of what each and every one of us bring to every encounter that we have. To afford kindness and joy, but it's a curious awe, one of those gifts of the Holy Spirit. To be a hospitable, loving Christian means that you welcome each and every person, wherever they may be, to be united in hearts so that we may be transformed in love. This was something that did not need to be explained to Frank at all. In fact, he was a gatherer of hearts and always sought to transform from within. Always willing to throw in a helping hand, however he possibly could, and we all know that he would offer an opinion, or at least how he felt, about all things. This too was of the operative theology to offer whatever it is that he had within his heart or his person, fully present to every individual that he encountered. And on this day, as we all gather here to be nourished at this table to which we are all called, we need to be ever so mindful of how can we allow Frank's life to impact my life, how I'm going to live it going forward. We want to look within our own hearts and go, how do I want to put this this feeling into something? Grief is a feeling that we have when that love that dwells within us, it doesn't necessarily have a proper recipient, or one that we can at least kind of tangibly recognize before us. And so what it does to us is it makes us kind of off kilter, a little off of our balance. How does one restore balance within this? We allow that love to still be outpoured. As God made each and every one of us, that is the role of the Christian, to be dispensers of love, multipliers of love. But we take that that love that just we're not sure where to put it. And we allow that to be shared in how we encounter each and every person today and every day going forward. Being ever so mindful to... Hopefully, possess just a little bit of that hospitality and that welcome, that sincerity and that candor, maybe even a little bit of that messiness, so that we can truly be that authentic version of self that Frank so beautifully showed each and every one of us within himself. May that joyous image that fills our hearts and even maybe makes us sad on this day, May it transform us here and now in every day going forward so that we may be that vibrant love, so that we may be that grateful hope. And above all, so that we may be that safe landing for each and every heart, so that as they are called by God, that they may respond to that call in joy and be present to say, here I am. I am here to do your will. May that great love of God that was dispensed by Frank in everything that he did, may it reside within our hearts here and now. And may it allow us to joyfully come to this table, bringing about the kingdom of God here and now by the way that we live our lives. Amen.